spunked all over my girdle. And she told me that it wasn't it. <laughs> she told me that it wasn't it. It was actually a twin brother who lives in the back of her head. All right, we yeah. definitely can't start it's off with oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Is someone going to bring up Malignant? Of course yeah. I am. God, yeah. I can't yeah. wait. I can't yeah. wait. Oh, I'd yeah. rather... I'd rather... Yeah, I'll have a discussion about it. I don't know about the other two. <laughs> can't fucking wait. Right, let's just get into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Keeping It Real podcast, where we talk all things movies and TV. As always, I'm James Porter, joined by my podcast posse, Calvin Starr, Jack Austin, and Reese Lillard. <laughs> Podcast Pussy. <laughs> this is our first show back after an unexpected and long hiatus. Today, we're going to take a look back at the movies of summer 2021, the Lord's Year 2021, each picking two of our best movies from the summer and two of our worst, um, with some overlap, I expect, and I hope, because all the best discussions come with overlap. So first off, what overall, what do we think of summer 2021? Good? Bad? Uh, meh? Sort of meh, yeah, just because yeah. the amount of films that actually came out because of the past yeah. year or so. Like, not much came out in the summer, not as much as we'd usually get. I thought some of what we did get, though. Yeah, some of it was good. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Don't what know why my voice just goes so high. I love about? movies. <laughs> <laughs> I just love movies, guys. I love movies. I love movies so much. You can tell by my enthusiastic tone. (laughs) Reese, 2021, what do you think? Um, I think we did have some good movies. I actually preferred more movies that came out on streaming sites than I did in cinemas. Um, Okay. Maybe that's because what's maybe that's what's happening now, isn't it? You know. Or during the summer, was that yeah, there were some good ones on Netflix. I think only I've watched the Tomorrow uh, War that I enjoyed. Not Tomorrow, I've not seen that, <laughs> but like you know, it there's stuff like fucking there global. was a classic horror story on Netflix, which I recommend everyone watch. Um, I really enjoyed that, and there is one that I'm going to mention later on Disney Plus that might have also come out in cinemas as well. I don't know, Disney Plus confuses me. Black Widow, <laughs> it wasn't Black Widow. Right on the line. Just confuses me. Because like I don't know if they, <laughs> if they just play things out in cinemas. Or if I don't get this Disney Plus. If they I thought, put it I on there the... and in cinemas. I don't know if this one came out in cinemas. Well, we'll find out. We'll find I out. I hope he's talking. Yeah. I hope he's talking about the Mighty Ducks, which has been out for like twenty years. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the Mighty Ducks. I thought the Mighty Ducks was two movies, but it's Fant- Fantasia. <laughs> I found this movie called Fantasia. Emilio Estevez looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, right. man, I Mighty Ducks will always be good. Right, we're going to start off... We'll start off with the worst. Um, as you said earlier, end on a high note. So we'll get the shit out of the way. Uh, Calvin, your two <laughs> worst movies of summer 2021. Um, I think this one goes without saying, and it'll probably be in most of our picks. We can just talk about it now if it's an all yeah. of ours. It's Space Jam 2. Everyone got Space Jam? Yes. No, it's not mine. What oh. the fuck? <laughs> You you but, saw um, something worse than Space Jam and I saw like two. I saw two things worse than Space Jam. Obviously, that's the game. This is ridiculous. I almost <laughs> don't believe you. You'll no. You'll you'll what you. I know you'll have you'll contest one of them, but one of them you'll absolutely back one hundred percent. I think the other one I we probably share. I think. Mm, I hope so. Yeah. Anyway, um, right. Well, three out of four. Let's just talk about Space Jam. Yeah, I think it just they only made it for nostalgia's sake, and I do like nostalgia. It can be good, like. I'm interested in the new Ghostbusters film, which looks like it's going to do nostalgia a lot better 
than the yeah, last one they released. But the, yeah, this one was just released for I don't even know what reason. To be honest. So it was just, it, it was just a show because of their IP they got. It was just a, it yeah, just, and a soulless IP orgy, and I hate it. Yeah, but it. I think it's because they chose Space Jam because the original is such like a sort of like cult favorite that a lot of people grew up with, even though it isn't necessarily like a good film. Uh, yeah, it, I love Space Jam. I love yeah. it. It's not a great movie, but it, it's it, not a great it, film the original had it has like it has heart to it. I feel yeah, like there's, it, there's a charm. Released, it was also released during a time where, like, you know, Michael Jordan, the Looney Tunes, one of two of the biggest things in the world. Exactly. I mean, and, LeBron, sure. And, Looney Tunes. And, is LeBron the biggest thing in the world right now, though? Like, is he? Like, is he? When he signed on, when they greenlit this yeah. movie, he was. <laughs> I think also is because we don't really like, I mean, we have it here, but we're not. The UK isn't big on basketball, is it? So he's not. Yeah, I know, a but like when I was us. a kid, I was very aware of Michael Jordan. Yeah, and he like yeah, he was, I wasn't he was necessarily watch a lot of basketball, but I was like weirdly obsessed with Michael Jordan. But I think that's what people are like now with LeBron James. They got the younger people. LeBron James. They love LeBron. Yeah, because of stuff like that. Because of like <laughs> memes, like people Vine. do know who he is. We're just not in the like, demographic, you know, guys. We're, yeah, we're just too old now. We, yeah. I would, I, even though the, this isn't in my worst pick, it obviously was bad. I would argue that. LeBron James is actually a better actor than Michael Jordan is. I resent that. No, really? I think he, I <laughs> think he's still poor in this. Though. <laughs> yeah, he's not a good actor, but uh, yeah. yeah, he was good in like, Trainwreck. He was good in Trainwreck. Yeah, he was. He, he was, was terrible in this. He might be great good direction there then. Well, yeah, I can't remember who directed Space Jam. Is it, is it, it not Jed like... Oh, yeah, no, I was going to say Jed Apatow. <laughs> no, Jed Apatow did do Trainwreck. No, <laughs> no, they they marketed it as. It was Malcolm, Malcolm D. Lee. Malcolm D. What Lee, yeah. But they marketed do? it as from like visionary director or something along the way. They do that. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember a fucking thing he's made. Ryan Coogler produced it. I yeah. didn't, I guarantee he didn't come to set once. Um, right, Calvin, <laughs> yeah, what's, your, what's your second worst? Um, I mean, before the other two pipe up, I think they know what it's going to be, but. Um, Malignant, but Fuck, I just want to say, man. I just want to say that I enjoy films like B movies, B horror films to sort of lean into that sort of farcical, weird, just batshit crazy sort of world. But because the two thirds, the beginning two thirds of the film was so boring, banal, and redundant, just because he wanted to like rip the carpet in from underneath you, like you can't make. A, like a third of a film and expect to get away with it because I did I didn't like thinking about it more now it's not that I enjoyed the third act but I was sitting there laughing so and I think that was the intention of the third act but I don't think it was the intention of the whole film I feel like he was trying to sort of lull you into this false sense of security and then eventually do the twist when a good twist is always surprise is a, a good twist is always satisfying because in deep down you always know it's coming before you get before reese gets to him <laughs> uh, but you but in this it seems like james wan did not like he didn't set much up apart from the prologue to where that could go but uh, yeah it's just because the first half the first three uh, yeah three quarters of it was so awful and the second and you know that last 20 minutes isn't great but it's yeah, fun though. But yeah, but I, I like that. But just it, and the film is also an absolute mess if you actually look at it. I think people are just enjoying it because that last section is so mad and people like 
things leaning into that and I like that but I want the whole film to be has that have that tone but the, if you actually look at the film it's it's got like 16 different like story threads going on it's like oh I'm adopted oh no I've got amnesia oh no I've got this imaginary friend it just keeps going and going oh like I've lost a baby just like you know just it, putting all these yeah. things into sort of no poss- no other reason than he's he's already thinking God, I can't wait till I can direct this last 20 minutes of this film. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> he was like, as bored as we were. And I didn't mind that. I, I, it's just that it didn't fit with the rest of the film. So for me, it's just disjointed and it just makes a, a terrible film, even though if he had made the whole film with the tone of the first, at the last 20 minutes, I would have been completely on board because I've seen films. I, you know, I love some films which sort of really lean into that, but it felt like he was almost like, uh, you know, maybe he was too scared to sort of like just go with it, and Warner Brothers were being a bit on his back about it. But he managed. I feel to get like I would have end. been a bit exhausted had that been the whole. Yeah, but thing. Some, sometimes I was exhausted though because the first three quarters of the film, nothing was happening. It was boring. It was <laughs> one of the worst acted and written it, things I'd ever seen. And then towards the end, he must have realised how at the end of the script. It, Oh God, I've made this so boring. I'm just gonna have to go. Said, yeah, he crazy. forgot what he, he forgot what he was yeah. making. He's like, oh, shit, <laughs> yeah. I've just made a horror movie. <laughs> and yeah, it's so not I scary. I think it was a poor attempt to pull the rug out from people when I f- feel like the film should have just le- lent into it for the entirety, which I think is actually a compliment to the film. That mm. that, that last 20 minutes isn't boring. Like it isn't boring. It's just not. It's good. not. It's it's shot. It's insane. Yeah, it's just insane. But I feel like, you know, he's made a film that will, you won't forget. Because if it, if the last 20 minutes of the film was the same as the first three quarters, you know, I would have already forgotten everything that's happened. But some yeah. bits of it did stick with me. But I just don't think it worked for me. But if other people enjoy it, it's fine. But yeah, that's why yeah, I think I it's am... one of the worst films on my list. So is Malignant on your list as well, guys? Is it? Yes. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so I'm, yeah, I... I... Really, I had fun with Malignant. Um, I was at times getting bored, but it was the little hints, little drops of the weird batshit stuff all the way through that kept me going until it sort of just all all came out in the final 20 minutes where I, I was like, this is one of the most insane things I've ever seen. This is stupid and I'm, I'm having a great time. I was laughing, laughing my head off. Every time they fused the Pixies, where is my mind, into the score, I died. I thought that was the funniest shit. It's just like, we get it. You're in it, Seattle. I, That's where grunge started. We get it. It was, it was right. the, it was the, um, I'm, I'm adopted scene. And then oh, it, zooming in. I lost it. I thought that was hilarious. Let's <laughs> go home and remove that from my Spotify. I, was like, I, I found out, I found out after that um you are oh, you know like she was like the rookie um dna person yeah, or whatever yeah. that's james wan's wife yeah she like had brighter didn't she? she did it was her yeah. idea um but i love how there there is i don't know if anyone else knows just a little bit of a resemblance between the main cop and james wan he's like a much he's a taller more handsome james wan and i Found that hilarious how all the women in the movie were thirsting after him. 
<laughs> After he's ca- clearly cast this guy because he's like, yeah, he looks a bit like me. <laughs> I think it also comes down to me not really rating James Wan as like a sort of visionary director that other people seem to like. If you take The Shining, for instance, The Shining is a film that sort of takes the piss out of horror tropes. Yeah. But it's Stanley Kubrick, you know? Just, so he does have that <laughs> yeah. element that he's an amazing, like one of the best filmmakers who have lived, and James Wan yeah. isn't. So that... <laughs> yeah, I think, I think James Wan is... He, <laughs> I think he's good at what he does. I, and I, I like that he seems to... He's, he's not afraid to just do, do whatever money. he wants to do. <laughs> like Aquaman... Yeah, it it made it you know it made over a billion. It's a superhero movie, but that movie's fucking odd. That movie's strange, and it's, it's weird. Because it's three it's three movies smashed together. Yeah, yeah, it's batshit, and it it's like Tron and Indiana Jones fucked underwater, and someone put Pitbull in there. It's you know yeah, it's a amazing. it's a weird yeah. ass movie. You gotta have Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Baffling. What? What? Uh, recent Jack. What do you want to say, uh, about malignant? I'm gonna try and uh, stay calm, but <laughs> I'm like I'm like Calvin. Right? I love B movie horrors, right? Like you all know that I wanted to review that film where there's a pair of killer jeans going around killing people. Right? What's that called again? I don't know. Denim, probably. I don't know. <laughs> um, Denim. Yeah, but like Double I just thought I was. Just by the end of it, I was just so tired and worn out. And it was too long. It was far too long. It was too long. It should have been 90 minutes. And I think like what Carvin said, just lean into it. Like the first the first half of the film. But but not for long enough. If you're gonna do something as stupid as that, do it for longer. Yeah, run it, run with it. The whole just thing. do it for the whole. You've, you've got to have a bit of foreplay, guys. Otherwise, you're watching it and you're going, "Why is this fucking thing running backwards the entire time?" It looks oh, stupid. An example of a film that does that well, sort of sweeping the rug out of you, but it does it way earlier in this film is, uh, you know, from Dust Till Dawn, which like yes. twenty minutes in, you get the rug yes. swept out from underneath you. Yeah, but that that's what I'd rather not an hour and a half of one thing no. and twenty minutes of another. And I think there are, there are clever ways of, of doing it, and it could have been it could have been a good film. I just don't think that it was, and like it didn't make sense to me that like it's her body that doesn't change, but like as soon as he takes over, suddenly she's like a superhero, <laughs> and I'm just like that doesn't make any sense. Also, also he like he like breaks her limbs like backwards to make yeah. it so that he can use them and then she's suddenly just okay again and i think it's like <laughs> breaks i think back. as well i don't know like i just don't i just didn't couldn't understand like why it came in so late because we could you could have done it you could have done it much earlier on and i think i think this guy there was a way of painting this evil kind of, you know, tumour almost, as someone you could feel bad for. At the start of the film, they call him a cancer. <laughs> yeah, they I'd call, be pretty pissed off They too. call this child a cancer. Yeah, but he does he look is. like a fucking alien. To That's be not his fault. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> bad genes. And I just think, and again, Annabelle Wallace, right, is brilliant. She is... She is so good in that. 
But watching her in this, I was like, she doesn't want to be here. She knows this film is shit. Because she is so, I think it was Carvin that just said, she's so like glass-eyed and just, I think you said after we watched the film, oh. not today. <laughs> you were like, she's all, she just seems bored all the time. Like she doesn't believe what she's saying. Like that adopted scene was so it was so funny. And it was she, like, oh, uh, and but it was almost seemed like he was like, this is the twist. Oh no, wait, this is the twist. And then I guess I goes, oh no, this is the real twist. It's like there's too many probably, twists. She probably James Wan probably asked her, and she probably just looked at her calendar and was like, Oh, I got two weeks free. <laughs> I got nothing on. Go fuck it. Yeah. yeah, I got nothing on. He said we're gonna film everything in one take, have the action, yeah. which he did where for we, <laughs> Where are we filming? Oh, Seattle. I've never been there, so yeah, go on then. <laughs> free trip to Seattle. Did the pictures involved somehow? Just yeah, just link her. Where is my mind? Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the only song oh. in the film. Listen to this. Oh, but imagine it. You. Imagine it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I would have rather the pitbull thing from Aquaman. Oh, imagine with every twist, Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> oh, got a tumor on my head. Been I can't there, tell if that would have been better or worse. Oh, um, yeah. Imagine if Gabriel was played by Pitbull. <laughs> he comes out. He's like, Nale. <laughs> tries to take her to a hotel room also it, it, I think I said it after we came out I found that whole prison scene mad so uh, funny I didn't, I didn't it looked appreciate... like a school play that yeah, set I didn't appreciate was some absurd of the, the, some of the costume yeah some of the why was that was woman dressed like she's in the 70s 70s disco <laughs> yeah. yeah it was I, really no, weird I, I was she like, crying. She oh, what like, did she, like, what did she yell when like Annabelle Wallace went down on the floor? She's like, this bitch tweaking or something. Oh yeah, this bitch tweaking. I'm tweaking. Dying. Yeah. I, 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 I'm fully on, the, uh, on board with James Wan of this all being intentional. And wh- whether you agree whether that's good or not, that's yeah. all up for debate. And if you say it's bad, I'll, you know, fine. But I think it, I, it was definitely all intentional. And I, I have I applaud him for that because this this movie shouldn't have been you know this shouldn't have been in cinemas you know what I mean? No. This, yeah, this is a straight to this yeah. is like a, a Shudder exclusive exactly. We should, and if we I should have had to there, find, I'd have been much more ready for what I did see. We should have had to find like a video for it, like an actual physical tape, a VHS. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Not one of us has mentioned the fact that um, she uh, almost kills those police officers, decides to run away, and then maybe 200 metres away, she yeets a chair. Of course, hold on, I'm not done. Gabriel is a he. Sorry, Gabriel. Gabriel is the villain. Yeah. Yeah, The the yeeter of chairs. He yeets the chair from 200 metres away. 200 metres? That's a big room, Jay. It's it like, was a big room. It was a fucking big room. It might have broken the like, record. He also threw it with such force it. that it smashed as well. The also, inter- that police also, officer, oh, oh god, movie the, chairs, isn't it? The, the the male police officer has Jim no Mark. regard for his own life. Like chasing him all the way. He's a hero, man. He was chasing him, and he was literally doing like fucking parkour. Yeah, but I'm literally just like call it in, just call it in, call it in, and call it in. This guy has murdered like four people. It will will take ten seconds. Call it in. Yeah, the other woman. I got to call the national guard. Like, oh, I've got, I've got a perp on the run. Oh, can you describe him? You'll, you'll know. He's doing parkour. He's doing places. The police duo as well made me laugh because it was yeah. like it was like James Wan was like right what we're gonna do is 
Have you seen yeah. the X Files? And we're gonna do, we're gonna do that, but they're really shit as well. <laughs> like it was like they were both Dana and Scully, but just not not Mulder and Scully. No, what yeah, is Dana and Scully? <laughs> but I got so confused them. And I was like, it was like, it was like, like an American, that. like an American Trini and Susanna. Dana <laughs> and like, Scully. They did that. They were just like, it's really bad. Like that fucking woman police officer hates her job. Anything yeah, that happened does, in that yeah. film was like so much. I'd effort. fucking hate my job if that was one of the perps. If I had to, yeah. If I was, if I had fucking Professor Quirrell yeeting a fucking chair at me, obviously <laughs> fucking livid. Quirrell oh, mixed with Neil. Oh. <laughs> yeah. um, also, I, I like, I liked, I like. It gave Gabriel a bit of personality. He had like a snazzy coat. But he yeah, had like, yeah, style. like he had a super. That was weird. Yeah, it was weird. Um, yeah. And also, we didn't mention the fact that. At the end, um, when like it's all resolved and Gabriel is like <laughs> sewed back into her head, uh, his birth mum is in the corner of the bed smiling. Yeah, oh my! Like, yeah, but like, but like, weird like, smile. Like, like 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 manically smiling, like a really toothy yeah. grin. Yeah, she Way didn't know how toothy. to read a room. Also, that brought me at the end where they were like trying to explain, you know, she's like lifting the bed off her, and she's like, "This is my body all along," and like she yeah. can. I was like, so you were actually just that strong all along. That's how they're so why, that. Yeah, it's my body. So why are you superhumanly like strong? Just, yeah, so Why strong. is Gabriel? He's like, been eating fetuses. Like, you know, you should have just, that horrible boyfriend she had at the start, she should have just fucking twatted him a long time ago. She didn't know she had this power inside her. Ah, just... I watched a film called Flying Monkeys the other day. <laughs> I genuinely think I enjoyed that more than I enjoyed. And it is, it's literally about flying monkeys that kill people. And I genuinely think I enjoyed that more than I enjoyed Malignant. What do you do in your spare time? It's on Netflix, man. You, you can watch it. Go on. <laughs> no, that woman, I forget her name, but have you seen um, It Follows? Yeah, yeah. The main character from that. What's her name? Micah Monroe? Yeah, she's in it, man. Yeah. It's not Girl. a good film. I don't know how anyone cast her in anything after being in this film, but I think I enjoyed that more than Malignant because it was stupid and they knew it was stupid. They it. <clears throat> right, let's move on from Malignant. Yeah, we'll be on it all night. Enough Malignant. I should have said as well any movie that we are going to mention, there's going to be spoilers. So, well, it's fair late now. <laughs> if, you hadn't seen, if you hadn't seen Malignant, I apologize. I don't know who we you sold have now. to. You. No one. No one. One of the hates us. Right. Um, so we've done Calvin's two. Reese, move on to you. Oh, my other one was was Space Jam. Oh right, um, lovely. It was terrible. Right, Jack, your uh, other my, one. My other one was Reminiscence. Hey, An absolute. Mine oh, too. Absolute Luther Vandross. It was fucking <laughs> terrible. It was and so. Good was things the, to say about that. It was one of the shittest things I've ever seen. Uh, it was so convoluted. I had no idea what was going Blink. on. I, it convoluted, but almost too simple. Isn't it? Yeah, an, it was like, it like it, a, they, isn't it like a neo noir type yeah, thing? Well, They're usually yeah, convoluted. No, yeah, they so uh, like, they tried. Fuck. Yeah. Oh fuck! It's so weird. Like, basically, his job is to give people a bath so that they can relive memories. For a that film all about job. remembering, I forgot. I remember it very day. little. I, I forgot it yeah. a day later. I. Pfft. What happened? All it's, I remember is, um, uh, oh, what's what? Uh, Tandy Wee Newton's old old woman makeup at the end was the funniest oh, thing. Yeah, I forgot, I've I made, forgot about that as was well. The funniest Fuck thing me. I've maybe seen all year. It was, and then it, it wasn't. It wasn't the fact that she'd been aged up, 
um, we had to get the grandma. We had to get that. As well. <laughs> yeah. She looked like, the same. Oh, but, like, she looked no, the same, it. but a bit wrinkly and grey. And then yeah, some like grandma. fucking twenty-year-old grandma. <laughs> well, what was so super unnecessary? I'm um, like just a, a remarkably drab and boring, uh, uninteresting I, I, plot. There's not often I, I go to the cinema and I literally look at my watch and I was like, it had been an hour and I literally looked at you and I was like, there's still over an hour. I went and forced it. I didn't know you wore, you wore a watch. Apple watch, right? Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Flex. Flex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, Rolex. I didn't, yeah, I like I didn't need, I didn't need a pee. I just needed to leave for a, a yeah. minute. I needed a I, break. And apparently, I also... when I left, I missed the funniest thing with the window or whatever. Do, do you remember that? I, re- I vaguely remember, but I can't remember specifically. He goes, like, happened. pushing through a window or something, but it just... Oh, yeah. He, he, yeah, he, like, jumps through a window, and you think it's just going to fucking smash, but it just opens like a door. <laughs> and he just jumps out of it. It's so weird. It doesn't smash or anything. It's so weird. But he doesn't, like, jump at it, like, with his hands forward to push it open. He jumps at it like he's trying to dive through it. It was really weird. Yeah. Um, uh, honest, oh God. I, I wish I could. I wish we could speak more about reminiscence, but I can't remember it. I was going to watch this film. I'm not going to watch oh, it. Oh, don't. don't honestly. <laughs> it's so. It's I, 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 so I plan to watch it. But then Jack doing, thought his day had, you know, he hit the worst part of his day when I pulled out a tuna sandwich right at the start of the film. And yeah, then, I thought then it kept going. I was like, what is I with definitely you wasn't the worst offender random, in this screen. Your random cinema. Snacks. I had a tuna sandwich in my bag. So, would you recommend this film, Jeff? To anyone? I, I literally, I, I would pay people not to watch it. <laughs> so fucking bad. Uh, it's just so painfully dull. It's so long, so convoluted. But also I really simple. thought this. I, I really thought this was going to be like middling at best. I didn't have a lot of hopes for it. I never expected this. No. It, it was yeah. wildly, I've, wildly uh, shit. I could talk for ages about how much I hate it, but I've got nothing positive to say. So we may as well. Hugh just... Jackman seemed really miscast as well. Him and Rebecca Ferguson have got absolutely no chemistry. They, reckon... don't, get, they don't get enough time on screen. Talking about they were class in the Greatest Showman. I forgot <sighs> she was in that. Yeah, um, she was. Yeah, but um, I don't know uh, if they made this movie like twenty years ago. Whapper Harrison Ford in that lead role might have been something, but. Uh, well, how's the Ford in, the t- in, in 2001? <laughs> God, that was 20 years ago. 40 years ago. <laughs> Think back in the 80s. They should have made this film 40 years ago and it would have been a film. Back in 1981. Would have crashed to the me, I, I only saw one trailer for it, so I could be way off. But to I'm me, pretty sure there only was one. It just kind of, and it came up in the randomest place as well. I think it was on like Time Hop. Like there was what? a trailer for it on Time Hop. They're selling this movie anyway, because I've got to get rid of it. Um, and to me, it just seemed like. It was like a really bad, like inception type thing. I wish um, it was. I, I get what you mean. I know a couple of people had that sort of assumption after the trailer. The, the vibes I was like getting from it, it was um, oh, what's the Ethan Hawke film? It was really good. Predestination. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. reminded me of that, which is great. Yeah. Nowhere. Nowhere near. Not the, the, the only Ethan Hawke movie I could think of was Dead Poet Society. It really reminded <laughs> me <laughs> of Dead Poet Society. Of boyhood. Rebecca um, Ferguson gave the Robin, Robin Williams vibes. In the purge. In the purge. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, is that all our worst covered then? We've done two each, right? What were your, that mine yeah. was Space Jam and Reminiscence. I oh, do yeah, have, a, I do have an honourable or dishonourable mention. Oh, yeah. Let's honourable worsts. 
All right. Uh, F9. Fucking piece of shit. I hate that film. <laughs> um, film. It's not a worse film, but it was a film that I was kind of disappointed by, and I hate to say it, but it was The Suicide Squad. I didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to like it. I don't hate it. You put that in worse, though? No, I don't hate it, but I didn't want to bring it up in the positive. Oh, I see. I see. I was, I did leave feeling a bit deflated afterwards. I don't know what was wrong with it. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. I mentioned it in a a podcast that everyone everyone should go listen to. Um, That was our last episode. Yeah, but I just, I know, I I, I don't know. I just felt a bit like something was missing. Maybe you need a rewatch. Maybe I do. I probably will rewatch it when I can. Yeah, um, yeah. I I can't remember specifically when this movie came out. I I'm, I think it was summer. Did Spiral from the Book of Saw come out in the summer? Yeah, uh, not sure. No, it was like maybe just maybe. before. Ah, well, fuck that movie the, anyway. It's, it's in the honorable mentions. As if Saw couldn't get any worse, they had to go and make this. Why Chris Rock wanted to do this, I don't know. What a pile of shit. Um. Oh, Snake Eyes. No, no, don't talk about Jungle Cruise yet. Okay, I'm just bring it up. I, it, yep. was, it was very good. Snake Eyes. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, yeah. I fell, asleep, I fell asleep in that movie and then woke up and he's, he's actually fighting like gigantic snakes. And I yeah. was so Three lost. Three gigantic snakes. I, I, would, I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know if I if I was in a fever dream or they were judging his character, James. But why did they have giant snakes? <laughs> <don't know>. Cobra, yeah, rats of cobra, snake eyes. Baffling. Uh, Calvin, Jack, any honourable mentions? Mine was snake eyes. Oh, no. Yeah, I would have gone for snake yeah. eyes. Lovely. Right, with the worst out of the way, let's get to the good stuff. Um, Calvin, we started with you last time, didn't we? So let's just circle back around. <clears throat> two. Uh, yeah. So for one of uh, Again, spoiler warning my, for everything we're yeah, going to This is probably my favourite film of the year, and it is The Green Knight, which will come at no surprise to... Oh, so, yeah, so no spoilers then, because Jack's um, going to watch this tomorrow. Yeah, so I would just revert everyone to listen to our review of The Green Knight. And it's up now. We'll discuss it further there. Yeah. Uh, my other one is I'm going to go for a different, different sort of tone. I'm going to go for Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Also uh, online. Yeah. Which... I think is it's hard to judge which one of my favorites is the Marvel film, like which which is my favorite Marvel film, but this is definitely up there for me. Mm. And I haven't really thought about it too hard. I just thought it went in such a it stayed Marvel in but it went a slightly different direction, which I loved. Um I do see why people don't like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I do think it's just a popular thing to say these days because they are essentially like cut and paste but i do think that this one it cracks the formula in this this to it because why it not? still has yeah this still has the formula of what marvel is doing at the moment but i had stuff in it that just felt fresh and new and they really leaned into the sort of chinese mythology stuff which i'd love all that stuff see it's my favorite film of the year is the green knight um but yeah the fight scenes were by far the best fight scenes in any marvel film i think it's because Easily. superhero fight scenes are usually big you know who can smash you the hardest because we've got powers but with martial arts you get the sort of added bonus of everything being really personal and close Mm. and every fight felt like that and because these cultures sort of view fighting in a different way to western culture they sort of see it as a more of an art form more of a discipline you can do certain things with the fights like the 
I think what is my favorite fight scene in all of my in MCU is when the Mandarin meets his wife as he's trying to get into in the yeah. fight in the bamboo forest. Beautiful. Because it, it was more than a fight. It meant so much. It was essentially it transformed into yeah. a into a dance. Yeah. And yeah, the it's weird to say the best fight scene in the MCU is not a fight scene. Yeah. But it is. But um it's just incredibly yeah, choreographed. Just the, the opening sort of 20 minutes I thought were great. I loved that it was all in uh Chinese. Um I also loved that they spent so much time in the beginning of the film sort of setting up the Mandarin as a as a real three-dimensional character, not yeah. just what I thought they were going to do and just be this sort of megalomaniac warlord. Like we do get that glimpse at the beginning in the past when he absolutely slaughters that army that cuts a line. You see him mm-hmm. like you, you see him go in 10 minutes, you see him cut through a line of soldiers to breach a city with no remorse. To, to falling in love. To falling in love. And then obviously throughout the film you see him lose all this i just thought and it was great and tony lung god he wouldn't have worked without having him in it no he, it's, it's fantastic. for that first 20 minutes he barely says a word but you would literally understand, all in the eyes yeah you literally understand his character yeah. when i've seen quite a, i've never seen an english-speaking film but judging off the chinese films i've seen of his he essentially not he doesn't really say much which i'm guessing why he was cast in this because mm-hmm. he just has that weight and presence of yeah. someone who you believe that lived a thousand years. Yeah, because he's not necessarily like a, a big, a, you know, a big presence like in the room, not presence, but a big guy. But he's so intimidating and he just holds such, such power. Yeah, and he does he, awful things. But you know, you're playing a character or a villain so well when, you, when I'm sitting there thinking, am I watching the villain at all? He, like, I mean, he's up there. Um, if not my favorite, he's up there with Thanos and Killmonger because yeah, with he, this it, film it has did a lot what... of duality with Killmonger, but yeah, I think they do it better with the Mandarin because I still see sort of what Killmonger does or what he's planning to do is almost irredeemable. Yeah, yeah. Mandarin has much sort of sort of close to home sort of intentions where he it's just all wants personal. to get his wife back. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like you're almost but sad like, to you know, see Killmonger him. does want to burn the world down. Yeah. Which, yeah, 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 I mean, is, is, you know, he's got his reasons and that's why it's a villainous character, to do. but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's you're, you're almost sad to see him, you know, die at the end because Yeah, like, I was I wanted I wanted so much more of him. Yeah. Yeah. But he's he's the heart of he's the heart of this film. I think and that's, you know, Thanos in Infinity War. Killmonger and Black Panther. I think those are the villains that they are arguably the heart of those movies. Yeah, and I say the Mandarin is the most really sympathetic because yeah, of the other sure. two's sort of views and what they're setting out to do. I guess Thanos is just because of the point of view we're given, just because yeah. the film is that really from his perspective. That's why. Um, yeah, Shang Chi. I thought was it, it blew me away. I was excited for it anyway, but I, I, there's a moment towards the end of this film where I leaned over to Jack. And I, I, I mean, I've done it countless times since, but I was like, this is the sickest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it blew it me away pops. when he fucking, he, when he jumps onto that, I don't even, what was it called? Dweller in Darkness. When he jumps onto it and he's like bouncing on the rings, swinging on the rings, throws the rings inside, pops the fucker open. <laughs> I, I, I was like, that is the coolest thing. Yeah, it was real swag. In in the MCU. Yeah, it's one of the biggest feats so far. Yeah, like a single, like, hero moment out of any of these movies, that one uh, blew me away. I I, I, I can't believe what I've just seen. 
That was yeah, so cool. in the, if you're th- in your third act of a film, if you introduced a battle that involves a dragon, mm. in my book, it's already get, like you like you compares <laughs> to, to to black the Black Panther, but Black Panther for me falls apart in the third act because what's cooler, two guys fighting with a train, rhinos, or a dragon? Big CG <laughs> rhinos. Yeah. So I'm so, you might really be into trains, but I feel like in in the past the MCU have been a bit sort of they don't really want to step into that territory going really for it but I feel like now they've like solidified they're like no if we're going to have these things I feel like with phase four we are going to see a lot more that them just you know just you know throwing everything out there that's what I liked Um, about this movie as well is that it's set up like a lot I think unexpectedly yeah I didn't expect a lot to be set up from this I wasn't expecting it to set so much up and I really like it when they do films about characters I'm not really familiar with because mm, yeah. you're only like a Spider-Man film or like an Iron Man film or whatever. So you're, like, you're, you're like, I want this. If I don't get it, I'll be annoyed. Like, you know, with the next Spider-Man film that's coming out, so many people have so much expectation for it. I feel like it's only let down. down. Like yeah. with, with Shang-Chi, I knew nothing about the character. So I just went in being like, I know this is a Marvel movie. I know it's called Martial Arts Elements. That's it. And I came out going like, that is one of the best Marvel movies I've ever seen. This reminded me of the feeling I had when I walked out of Guardians of the Galaxy for the first time, where I was like, this was all just so new and so fresh, and we've just so flawlessly been introduced to this whole other side of the Marvel Universe, and it just works. In sort of more martial arts films? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think it will, because I think it's introduced... Well, this has done absolute numbers, hasn't it? Like a new generation to... Martial I've already, uh, I've already written Jack a lengthy, lengthy list. <laughs> Some absolute corkers. Yeah, yeah, martial arts it. episode. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, Jack, what do you think of Shang Chi? Oh, it's almost redundant coming to me. Because obviously, I thought it was fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could have been, it could have um, been absolute arse. It been <laughs> no, like all of, like similar reasons. Like I've never, um, I, I. I don't think I've ever seen Tony Lung in a film before this one, and for me, I was just, I was just, yeah, floored by, enamoured with him. Yeah, just like you said before, just his presence. Like every time he was on screen, I was like, oh, fuck me, I'm, I'm pretty intimidated, and he's not even really saying anything, Everyone and he's not even like, he's not even like being like, you know, like <clears throat> as fucking reductive as, oh, I'm gonna fuck you up. Like he's not saying anything particularly threatening, but I was just like. I'm feeling afraid of this man. Um, I really liked. I, I again like same like I didn't like with Guardians in the first phase of like Marvel. I didn't really like. I, I went into I went into Guardians thinking, oh, I've never heard of him. It's probably gonna be shit. There's a fucking raccoon and a tree. And I came out and I was probably like my it's one of my favorite Marvel yeah, movies. Still, I like it when they just yeah when they whip out something that I've never seen before, and never heard of, and just. Just wow me with it. Um, I thought I my favorite scene was that that whole bus scene was mm. absolutely fucking. That bus scene was amazing. Madness. And that was and, and like I like how they didn't like. Usually, you've got about four, you know like forty five minutes of just nothing really happening. Just you know like straight in getting you into it. You're like yeah, this is this person. This is this person. This is their relationship. But it's straight away bang on the bus. Like, oh shit! And it was uh it was mental. And I really enjoyed like the world building of it as well. Like 
Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of that place they go to? Hello. That was like the story behind that and the whole, you know. Just opening up a whole new corner. Yeah, the MCU. yeah, it's really cool. Oh, we need to talk about the the actual rings as well. The yeah, coolest yeah. weapon <laughs> in the I entire MCU. The noise they make is so satisfying. Incredible! Such a smart decision as well because in the comics they are they are actual rings. Rings. Yeah. They shoot like different beams. They've all got different powers. <laughs> and, and what I, I loved such smart because that would have been so similar to the Infinity Gauntlet we just had so recently. Like visually, yeah. I think. Yeah. What I loved about so the clever rings as well that is whole thing. it comes back to the Mandarin sort of arc is uh, I don't know if anyone else saw his character this way but I saw him as when he eventually finds his wife and has that fight I feel like beforehand that he was already all of his life he's wanting to get out of what situation he's in sort of this being this warlord but when Mm -hmm. you amount that much power I can only imagine over a thousand years that you set up this sort of dynasty that rules the world and the sort of vacuum that would create if you were gone yeah uh, I feel like he was so swept up by it and lost who he was because he'd been living for so long. And then he eventually found himself again. And then for yeah. him to lose it, and it was I, everything it was perfectly encapsulated in the scene where he takes Shang Chi to kill the guys who killed his mother. Mm. And I just love that if you watch it properly, he doesn't use martial arts. He goes in there just lashing yeah. at them and like just hitting them with the rings and it doesn't seem it's not do like calculated. It's not it's, it's not it's controlled. Pure yeah. rage. I just love that it's essentially sort of him sort of lashing out because he knows he's lost the one thing that sort of brought back his humanity. I just thought it was yeah. great. It brilliant, brilliant film. I I, I, I've well. only seen it twice. I need to yeah. I need to go back. I need to watch it again. But I well, it's every character was just interesting like, i feel like sometimes mm. in marvel movies they can sometimes introduce characters that are just kind of there because it's like a nod to the characters with, within the kind of original comics but every character in this had like an interesting story even like um aquafina who <coughs> could very easily have been there to be like you know comic um, relief all the, all the love interest in the love interest yeah but like she had this little journey of like you know self-discovery yeah. Of her being like, I can't do anything. I'm just going to be a valet for the rest of my life. To actually being like, no, if I try, I can, yeah. I can do something. And I, I just found it really interesting. I, I, just, I just want more of these characters now already. I don't have to wait. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, it's exactly how I feel. I'm like, put everything else off for a bit. Give me a Shang-Chi yeah. too. Yeah. I, um, re- yeah, let's move on. We talked about Shang-Chi a ton. Um, so, Calvin, you've had your two... Reese was Shang-Chi on yours? Shang-Chi was one of mine, yeah. Give us your other one then. My other one was uh, Candyman. Cool. I cool, cool, loved cool. Candyman. I like horror films. I, I just, I was very excited for this. Yeah. And I mean, it didn't disappoint. Like I left that film just, I just can't even know, I don't even know how to explain. Shook. I just love, I just <laughs> loved it. Like everything about it. I was like, this is, such an interesting take on this film. Yeah, um, it was. It was. Um, it wasn't so like it wasn't scary. No, no. Um, it, it was. It was more like a fun horror movie. I think it was more it about. It had a lot to say. I think it was more about the story. Yeah, the story was great, and, and the, obviously, like the themes, it hit and... on themes that are very relevant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just remember leaving it, and you know, obviously, um. Yeah, yeah, do a teen 
just killing everything. Just, he's, he's great so in everything he did. Like yeah, just yeah. everything he did. Time like flies. his his whole descent into like madness was just yeah. amazing to watch. And uh, it's just such a good film. You know, it's there's so many. I feel like horror is one of these things that they pump out all these films, and most of them are pretty bad. Like, so when you get a good one, it really does stick with you. I think I I I I think it sticks because of what it has to say, and it's you know it's not just going for cheap cheap scares, it's it's just telling a story that happens to be, yeah, horrific. Yeah, I I loved Candyman. I had a great time with it. I've been meaning to go back and see that again as well. I've just not had time. Um, Jack, you've not seen Candyman yet, have you? No, but I want I want to. Though. Yeah, well, yeah, well, no spoilers then. Um, just um, doesn't overstay its welcome. I thought we were, you know, we were in and out pretty quickly of that, weren't we? Um, which the problem yeah, with yeah. *Malignant*, I thought, was it, too long. Well, *Candyman* was it was just it hit that sweet spot. And when did the first *Candyman* come out? Was that early nineties? Ninety-two. Yeah, um, much better I, than the original. I thought. I, I thought I nailed it. Calvin, what did you think, *Candyman*? Yeah, I really enjoyed *Candyman*. Um... I do prefer this sort of. I don't like. I prefer the new trend in horror, where it's sort of not new trend, but I always prefer horror films that sort of set out to disturb and leave you lingering after a while. I do think mm-hmm. there's, there's like, it doesn't really disturb as much as some no. other things do, but it, it's certainly like with his messages, it lingers afterwards. Like yeah. cheap scares, I think people are sort of, sort of grown. That, that's sort of yeah. We're done. Yeah, now. I think we're done yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. I think so. The horror films that really resonate with people these days seem to be the things that are like either ridiculous, have something to say, they're ridiculously disturbing. So they sort of like you leave the cinema and go home with the sort of like God, what what the hell was that? Which I've yeah. always enjoyed. Uh, yeah, I think they did all that great. Um, I think it carried his messages really well. I loved all the sort of sense of this sort of folk tale which i know the original does as well but i thought yeah. this one sort of brought it front and center that mm. like the sort it's a very community sort like, of it, it really just like explores the whole history of Candyman as well and what that yeah, it means felt like, it felt like it was such like like a sort of like almost like the bit of the city they were exploring was like its own little village Do you know you see like yeah usually you find like folk stories set back when when it was in a little village and people were scared of the outside and that's how it no, felt. Yeah, no, I did like that because Candyman doesn't really have an impact outside of this. Mm. Yeah, and I think as well where it does really well is it shows how you can have a twist to a film that isn't massive, it isn't like, you know, mind-blowing. doesn't come out of left field. But does kind of work. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah sometimes, no, sometimes what you expect to happen is usually the best choice. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely, I mean, yeah, Jordan Peele did produce this. And so thankfully, you know, it does fall into that sort of the category with Get Out and Us, where it is yeah, much, more about, the, much more about the commentary, yeah, um, rather than the, you know, cheap scares. Yeah, I loved Candyman. Uh, Jack, was Shang-Chi in your two? I'm guessing. Yeah, it was one of mine, yeah. Yeah, what's, what's your other one? Uh, so it's kind of torn between two. Uh, I was torn between Jungle Cruise and uh, In the Heights, so I'm going to go with In the Heights. I think. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, it was just I, I. I'm a sucker for a musical. 
Love that. Um, but it was just one of those things where, like, if it really, I thought it really felt like a summer movie. It was just nice and like light and. Like, oh, he's, he's really gone with a the theme. Hmm. Best summer movie. Yeah. Well, I did. Most, I think most summer movie. We could say the Green Knight for best Christmas movies when that comes around. <laughs> I just thought, like, yeah, it was really light, and I think sometimes like a film doesn't need to be fucking, you know deep and thought-provoking it was just a nice you you it was kind of predictable you got you knew people were going to get together and what was going to happen um saturated with absolute bangers yeah and it was just yeah i just yeah that was basically it <laughs> nothing like really in-depth to say about it except that's uh, well it was, yeah we've, we've it? already like reviewed 20. it was long yeah but i yeah i had such fun i went through such a range of emotions during that movie it was, yeah, it was and a I, blast. I didn't feel like, even though it was long, I didn't. I, I wasn't sat there being like, oh, "I hope this ends soon." Like I was like, I've "No, give me more, give me more songs." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Nah, yeah, I loved in the heights. Um, we have reviewed that in the past. If you want to go back and uh, hear us talk about that more, um, Shang Chi was in was in my two, and the other one was I did not expect this at the beginning of the summer when the trailer was coming out for it. Oh, beginning of the summer, what, a year and a half ago when the trailer was coming out for it? But Free Guy, I thought oh, yeah. was, a, a blew my mind. And Jack knows this, but I, I think I've said it every day since I saw it that I'm, I'm, I might go see that again today. I've never got around to it. I will. I need to see Free Guy again because, um, wow, what a, a, it's like the only original uh, big blockbuster of the summer it's not based on mm. any existing ip it, it just you know it, it it references things we know it, it obviously you know just based on video games and you know fortnite gta all that stuff but i was just like from you know 10 minutes in i was like all right i'm i'm so into this world now and um all the all the lore that comes with it um i like you know how they set up the um, how they set up that guy really has no idea that he's in a video game. It's just you know I live in a world that is always on fire. It's all ever you know we're always being robbed. These people are well, a lot to the Truman Show. It's a yeah yeah. It's, it's a meta, it's a metaphor, James. We're all living in that world. We're all in a simulation. It's the Matrix. <laughs> um, I think this. I know Ryan Reynolds has said it. It's his favorite film he's ever made. It's my favorite film he's ever made. Um, this was just like joyous from beginning to end and I never expected to cry at a movie sort of based on Fortnite and I I, I, I both both eyes were going towards the end uh, yeah but yeah it did get me quite it, it I didn't was, cry but it, it wasn't did, like uh, it was bitter uh, it was bittersweet um, you know because I was in my head I was like how you know, when everything gets resolved, they find, you know, that the, the piece of the old game, everything, you know, everything's happy. But there's all, the, you know, there's that bit of, how's she going to end up with Ryan Reynolds? He's a video mm. game. And I was like, don't like have a relationship where she jumps in the video game and they yeah, continue yeah. it that way. I d don't do that. But they found just the perfect outlet to keep that romance going in the real world with the um i thought it was brilliant with the like you know joe carey i love joe carey he's to be in so he's great he's great i love him um but you know joe carey is the author of this code and ryan reynolds guy was just he, he was the love letter and i was like oh my god that is that's beautiful i i thought that was brilliant and 
for the first half an hour or so, I was like, I'm having, you know, I'm having a great time. This is so fun. But I need, there needs to be something. There needs to be sort of like a real world consequence to the action going on. Because if it's just in a video game, I'm not going to care. Uh, and then they they found that where, you know, they've they've created like a, you know, an, a living AI that evolves over time and grows. Yeah, and it surprisingly had a lot to say. I it thought. did, like, yeah. It, and I, it, I didn't that's expect when it, got it to me. tap into like AI. It tapped into a lot of the controversies that are surrounding sort of the big game studios at yeah. the moment, which I thought was interesting to really, like they had to sort of lean into that, didn't they? Like these mm. um, crazy executives and creative directors. You, like, you bring up the crazy executive. Funnily enough, my, my least favourite part of the film was Taika Waititi. I, I I think he's hilarious. Normally, he, he yeah, didn't do it for I, me. I, yeah. I don't think I don't think he was particularly funny. But I feel it felt like, like they he, just he let him riff. Yeah, but he served like he served a much. point if they were going to make the point of these yeah, big definitely. game companies yeah, yeah. sort of fucking over these. I just smaller I just I was like, you get Taika Waititi, you know, in this role, he should be funny. You know who I like, yeah. and I like him, and he's never <clears> like a main character or anything. But wherever he's in, I've always been like, yeah, he's pretty good, and that's uh, Little Rel. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't wait for this film he's doing with John Cena. Um, well, it's out now on Disney Plus. It's out now. I'm going to watch friends. that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I've tonight. Seen, like, like, Space Jam's a terrible <laughs> film, right? He's the best part of that film. He's only in it for what? 15 minutes. He's the, one of the commentators. In the, oh, right. Um, I was like, where the fuck was Lil Rel in Space Jam? And like, <laughs> that whole bit, like, where he's just talking to a guy and he's like, I'm sitting here with my best friend. What's more real than that? I was like, man. I, I was like, little me. rail is it, not going to make me cry. I was like, it's not happening. It really got me. I, I genuinely, I, I never expected to come out of that movie saying that was beautiful, but it, it blew me away. Um, that's still that's my movie of the year. Um, not just the summer. That <laughs> I, I loved it. I loved it. I can't wait to. I can't wait for it to come out, and I can just watch it every night and fulfill all these promises oh. that I made to Jack of me rewatching it every single day. <laughs> <laughs> eventually i'll catch up um was that is surplus uh, is, is that two each we've done two each yeah, that's two each yep. yeah uh, honorable, honorable mentions. mentions um i'm gonna give a shout out to luca i nice movie loved luca again this movie i don't <laughs> mozzarella <laughs> at one at one point one of the italian women shout in like as a gasp mozzarella and it upset <laughs> it just annoyed me uh, that I, insensitive. I just again it doesn't it takes a lot to get me emotional at a movie and I was very emotional at the end of this movie. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think one of the best Pixar ones, but again, just you know, good enough. Yeah, it's one of those films you can just kind of watch and you know you can just I probably wouldn't watch it again. Enjoy. Like I no, I, I wouldn't watch it again. No, didn't no. hate myself when it when it was on. I watched it at uh, like half seven in the morning one day when I just woke up. <laughs> And I just thought, I'm going to watch Luca now. Don't know what it's about. <laughs> and then I, shock horror, it's about sea monsters. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I also didn't know. I No idea. I thought it was about two I have a friend, nice little Italian boys. We have a friend who's Italian. He's called oh, fish. Luca. Is he a he fish? Was, is he a sea monster? He, was, he might be. He was very excited about this film. So <laughs> maybe he's finally <laughs> happy to have representation on the big screen. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and he really hates the rain. <laughs> Next time we co- he's coming over, he's coming back. Really to when I see him, I just throw Throwing water in a pond. See what happens. Uh, throw nice. water in. Luca, <laughs> Calvin, what's your honourable mention? Uh, yeah, 
I'll go for my honorable mention, even though we just talked about it as Free Guy. I was surprised right. how much I actually enjoyed that film. No, probably not as much as you. I wouldn't give it film of the year. I thought it was. I thought it was very good. For who knows? Who knows? I've never. I've never life. got around to my second viewing. It for might something not be that's that good. like a, for something that's like a huge sort of, you know, on the surface just looks like a summer blockbuster. I think it did. Yeah. I think they were committed to what they made. Yeah. You know me. All all I ask from a movie is make me feel something, and it made me feel all the things. Jack, I like uh, made me feel like shit. <laughs> so you loved it. Made you feel something. Um, right, so Jack, I'm guessing our honorable mention is the same. Jungle uh, Cruise. Jungle Cruise, yeah. Yeah. What a movie. Yeah, I had, I had the best good. time. I put I put off watching this for so long. Yeah. And then when I, I got about I, you two watching it, I do. I, I have been wanting to sort of see it, but the sort of screenings have gone down for it, so I do need to find. Yeah, it. I. I, I here, oh, on, it's on, it's on Disney. It's on Disney Plus now. In yeah. Oh. Oh no, oh no, November? November. I'm not sure. I think going on Disney Plus. Same day as like Shang-Chi. Um, yeah, such a fun movie. It just felt like a you know, like a nice throwback to those first Pirates movies. Pirates, yeah. The mummy movies. What, um, it, I, I don't because I, I do actually want to watch it now. I'm intrigued. But yeah. The sort of first mummy films and the Pirates Caribbean films did have elements of sort of like Darkness and horror. Yeah, the, no, they've certainly got that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, because is, there yeah. are. But is it like is it like elements? super shiny Disneyfied? Because that's what I got from the trailer, and that's what I've got for some of the no, clips. No, I don't think it is. No, I fully know it. It, it did. Like, I felt yeah. like I was watching well, that first I'm Pirates movie again. There's like the vibe. I'm definitely gonna watch it again now. Yeah, oh, I'm not watch um, it again. I'm gonna go watch it. Yeah, I, I'm not usually a big fan of The Rock. Like he doesn't do anything for me, but I thought he was actually pretty good in this. He was very good, yeah. I think his character as well, his character's arc, and you know, there's some surprises that come with that. Does he? Yeah. Does he I lose didn't expect. at any point? Hell no. Does the Rock fucking <laughs> lose? Can't get over does the Rock lose to Jesse Plemons? Of course he doesn't. <laughs> he fucking doesn't. Um, He's the Rock. Jesse Plemons. Went oh, Jesse, oh, Jesse Plemons went he, for he, it in this movie. He was I mean, so. He was pro- does. He's, He's proper- so method. He shot a real child in the face. <laughs> he's, he proper goes for the action on Jungle well. Cruise off camera. He shoots at least one child. His first one. What in, accent was he? Like, is he doing Mike. German? In yeah, because yeah. at one point he literally goes like, "Find the woman, find her now," or something like that. Oh, he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't. He's going for it. It's, oh, he's I've, so I've got to mention Emily Blunt in this movie. I I love her in anything. She's so good. My God, a her. woman has never looked better on screen. Anyone has never looked better <laughs> on screen. It, impossibly. Just, she you makes say- me just... I walked in to just do a, you know, do a check the other day and Jungle Cruise was on and I just started sweating. She's Sweating? She's flawless. Uh, clearly, okay. I'm lost for words. I also love how you were like, oh, I've got to give a got to give a mention to Emily Burnt as if anything we've reviewed <laughs> with Emily Burnt in, you don't mention her instantly. She's Let's so not good. neglect Emily Blunt. She's like, you guys, so I'm good. About, I, I know I shit on her quite frequently. Emily Blunt doesn't get enough recognition. She doesn't. <laughs> Even though I bring her up every day, she doesn't get enough credit. girlfriend hates Emily Blunt. I don't know why. She's the most woman alive. I think she was in Mary Poppins. She was like, no, she's not Mary Poppins. Was Tell her to watch her in Jungle Cruise and she'll fall in love. She's not Mary Poppins in that either. She's but... not Mary Poppins in Jungle Cruise. Nah. She's maybe, she will, like, maybe she's not Mary Poppins. Jack Whitehall was surprisingly good. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah. 
I thought it was going to be really annoying, but I was like, you he know, that I, thing I, where, sort of where he makes character. a rude joke and he acts like he doesn't know what he's done. I don't think so. If you watch any stand-up comedy he does, right, he'll make a rude joke and be like, oh, what did I say? Shut up. Oh, no, none of that. None of that. Just a nice, wholesome, heartfelt performance from old, from old apparently, Jack. Um, apparently his dad did the mocap for the, uh, for the cat, for like the lion thing. For the oh, rock's yeah. hat? No, no, that, that CGI. Um, and uh, Andy Serkis did that. For the cat, what's it called? Is it a tiger? Is it a tiger? The jaguar. Oh, was it a jaguar? I couldn't remember what cat it was. It was a big one. <laughs> big cat. Your joke didn't really come off there, did it, Jack? Oh, I couldn't think of the cat. <laughs> you fucked that. You um, sabotaged by the cat. <laughs> that all are honourable mentions? Yeah, I try to think of something I might have watched that wasn't on that list, like, you know, on Netflix or something. I did mention the cl- classic horror story. Everyone should watch that. And there's yeah, like a few, I, I there's think like a few series that I've watched that are pretty good as well. But Star Wars Visions, if we're going on some series. Not seen that yet. Great stuff. You know, you know what I watched? Not I was really surprised. Some of, some of it's think, great stuff. I didn't think I'd enjoy it, but I really. Not talking it. about TV shows, are we? Sex Education season three. Yeah, Sex Education. Fantastic. I watched yeah. it all in like two days. <laughs> I watched so season good. three twice over the weekend. It came out. It's so good. It is. I only watched it because there's people I know who are extras in it, and I was like, oh, see if I can spot them. And then I just got some caught up in the story. Up in the story and the romance. Maybe we've invented another podcast here we could do best tv shows <laughs> i'm all yeah. for, i'm all for tv yeah. shows i'm all for I'm, tv I'm shows i love a tv show right that's gonna be it for today we've done our best we've done our worst let us know in the comments what are yours best and worst of 2021 so far so far <laughs> the summer just the summer no, we don't care yet. about anything else if it came out in april don't Fuck even you. don't even Fuck. think about bringing it up. Fuck you and your autumnal suggestions. <laughs> we want between May and September. That's keep it. that shit where it belongs. That's it in April. Right, lovely. So you can head to Twitter and follow us at Keeping It Real UK. From there, you can find links to all our streaming platforms. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on something called Breaker. I don't know what that is, but um, yeah. We'll, we'll see you next time. Have a good week. Keep it real. See you soon. Bye-bye. Say bye, guys. I hate when you do this. Bye, <laughs>